We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. That will be whatever the master plan that Domawap and Bill are mentioning, the components of that master plan. This will, ladies and gentlemen, this will be another attachment to the legacy of Jack Swarbrick. Because I'm sure all of this stuff, the funding, the raising of funds, all of this stuff happened while he was at the helm. So it might be five, 10 years down the line, but that's still going to be Jack Swarbrick when everything is done, when the upgrades take place. That's the part of his legacy as oh, well. Oh, okay, so he, okay, that's not Pete Provoco, you're saying? Yeah. No, you're saying that's not Pete Provoco. No, 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 no. If they're already, they already talking about his coming, Pete Provoco is just now getting in, into office. Oh, yeah, they already. Okay. So that, that started with Jack. That started with Jack. NH, uh, no, Perkins is actually, man, Perkins is definitely, I would say Perkins is East Coast. Perkins is, I know for a fact, it's in the DMV, it's in Florida, it's in Georgia. It's definitely in the Midwest because it's in Illinois, Indiana, Ohio. It's really all over. It's really all over. This is interesting. Andrew Gilmore said, um, no championship is also part of his legacy. Yeah, but how many championships did he bring? Because he was the athletic director. He just wasn't the yeah, he's overseer of football. Absolutely. That dude has a lot of championships on his resume. I agree with that. And literally turned around programs at Notre Dame. Mm, which ones? The baseball? They do. He elevated the, the men's basketball program with Mike Bray. Bray was there before or after? Bray can't let me. I thought Bray been there for a minute. Like he might have been right before Swarbrick. Right. Bray might have been right before Swarbrick. Because Bray got like a twenty year tenure there. With but McGraw was there before, wasn't she? Oh, uh, my point is, what happened within oh. those programs while he was there? Yeah, they won for sure. Fencing championships, lacrosse championships, swimming, Olympics. swimming Olympics. Like, dude, yeah, yeah. I mean, football, football is football. And honestly, Jack Swarbrick answers to other people when it comes to football. 
Do we really think that the University of Notre Dame leaves money and football up to one person? <laughs> nah. No. No. Let me ask you a question, love. What is the extension? Let's say hypothetically, just based upon what Andrew said, hypothetically. If Notre Dame wins the national championship in 2024, isn't that a Jack Swarbrick championship? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If only Mark Jackson gets the credit for Steve Kerr's success. I give, I give him tremendous credit for the Golden State Warriors. For how long, though? Dude, the, the core of that team that still exists today was evaluated, drafted, and coached by Mark Jackson. Steph playing Dray Draymond being put in the starting lineup and being the facilitator. Mark Jackson did that before Steve Kerr got there. Okay. You, you know what I'm saying? So I give him does he take the credit for it though? Because they've been the first championship. You have to be, you have to give him a piece of the first championship. You have to okay, like, he, like he gets a ring the first championship. You have to give him some credit. That's why I say, what is the expiration date on Jack Swarbrick getting credit? Is it two one year, two year? You know, it is Pete Bavakwa. Is it his game 100% three years in, two years in? I would say three years. You get three years. Three years in. How they do you if you got stock with a company? How long they give you? They give you about a year to, to yeah. if you leave a company. I'll say Jack gets three years because you got to consider what he's leaving, what he put in place, and when mm -hmm. it takes to effect. Like the TV deal, the apparel deal, that's Jack. That's Jack. Now, if we switch and go from what we're what we dealed on to Nike or something, then mm -hmm. that's people, you know. But from a putting up, turning the the student gym into an all women's and men's basketball facility, I think that's some credit that can go to Jack. You know, that's the type of credit I would expect. But from a a, a, a team by team, yeah, year by years. How much credit can you get? I don't know because every year the team's different. That's just what it is. Even in professional sports, the team is different the next year. So does that wipe everything clean? Yeah. Uh, Jason Smith makes. I mean, no, Andrew makes a good point. If Marcus Freeman ever wins a championship, Jack should get credit. He made the hire, right? Oh, man, I don't know. 
I don't know. Because what if people Vakwa gives Marcus Freeman a op- more open recruitment standard, a bigger budget, uh, you know, the things that he couldn't get with Jack, he gets with Pete. But then he wins, you would say Jack's holding back. Or this is, I don't know. So I don't know. I don't know. I think that Jack deserves credit from like, I think he should get like a picture on the wall or, you know, the Jack Swarbrick building or something. He probably deserves something of that because he's been there, what, 10 plus years, got some championships, got some rules changed in college football, historic apparel TV deals, raised a bunch of money for athletics. Got, you know, so I think that deserves a name on the building or like a Jack Swarbrick trophy award thing, you know, something like that. But credit for Marcus Freeman's success, I don't know. If he won in these two years where you put him through everything, yeah, you get the credit. But, I mean, the coach the coach and the GM, just to use the GM from a professional standpoint, athletic director, and I mean, they're tied together, right? They, <sighs> athletic directors get hired and fired, or they get fired based upon what their coaches do. You make bad coaching hires, the program's not successful, you end up getting fired for it. Because saying that, Pete could be like, oh, I'm not going to get the credit if they win. Let me just fire Marcus Freeman, hire my own coach. That was, <laughs> that was some, wait a minute. That was something we discussed. But that was something very important that the relationship Mark, Marcus Freeman talked about. A year of transition where nobody knew Pete Bavaka was the next guy. They were spending time together. Yeah. They Building were. a relationship. Smart. Very <laughs> smart. Don't very smart. Fire because you don't know me, you know. Hey, I think people Vaco knew this is a situation that I'm walking into where I really have no leverage to fire Marcus Freeman. Unless yeah, Marcus Freeman had gone three and nine or something like that. Yeah. It's a bad look to start my tenure to fire Marcus Freeman. Once one of the most likable, hottest head coaches in college football. Great for the brand. Yeah, he hasn't gotten to the point of winning a national championship yet, but no, you really don't have leverage coming in as the new athletic director. Even if you were thinking about who was a guy I might want. Even if you were thinking about it, you really don't have that leverage. He got to chill for a good three or four years unless Marcus Freeman just bombing out. You know, don't right. be easy for right. But if Marcus Freeman went nine games, next nine, ten games, I don't think he would be allowed to just cut him like that. You know, that's pretty no. hard. No, and I think he knew that. And I think they knew they were going to be linked together for at least two to three years. So they started to build a relationship. And you have to tip your cap to people Vaca because people Vaca comes in and says, yo, what do you need? Because my success, my success is tied to your success. Early on. Early on. How can I help you make me look good? That's ultimately what it is. Like, how can I help you? Jack did leave Pete in a good situation too. Oh, he heck did, yeah. He heck didn't yeah. leave him all with, you know, a scandal. And that's why, oh, that's why his legacy will go on once he leaves he should because get of the building. position. Yes. Yeah, he should get yeah. it. I mean, look, that's what athletic directors get, right? A building or an award, right? Like one of those things. But, yeah, he didn't leave Pete in a situation where he got to put that uh, fire out of the house. He kind of left it like an abandoned mansion and they left all these stuff there. He's like, okay, I can 
I can rock with this king bed. You know, it ain't too bad. You know, I just got to clean it up a little bit. We straight. Yeah. So it's definitely a house that's furnished. You done got you a nice, fancy, couple basketball coaches. They real solid. You got your tenure volleyball. and No, no volleyball is new. The, uh, the softball coach is real solid. Debbie. Yeah. Real solid. Yeah. When we get in the swimming fencing, I think that just – those are the things that you come to Notre Dame to be like, oh, y'all just too good, you know. Right. I didn't even know y'all had a fencing team or a bowling team, you know, whatever. And they're winning. They're not just on the – it's not a club sport. No, we're winning championships and hitting high marks. So I think that all-encompassing um, sports program is what – I mean, that's probably top, what, three jobs for an AD? Yeah. yeah. Is a Notre Dame AD job? Absolutely. Yeah. And Patrick Duffy, that's a great point. It – Spruce is a great hire, bro. <laughs> Dude, Michael, Michael Shrewsbury, in three to four years, that's another thing. In three to four years, we'll right. get back and say, yo, this cat, hey, Jack Swarbrick is still paying dividends. Still paying dividends. Still he, paying he dividends. He can rest on that. He can rest on that for sure. So, Doma Wap, this is very good, man, because I, Ohio State just hired the Texas A&M AD who extended and fully guaranteed Jimbo's contract because they beat Bama one year. I will say this. That AD has a gift for raising funds. Oh, yeah. Texas A&M. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is – I've read multiple stories on this. Texas A&M for years struggled to support financially, even though they have one of the wealthiest alumni bases in the country. People just weren't giving. You know, they would give when a Johnny Manziel would show up. They would get excited, but then they would go back to their caves and hibernate. Even while they were struggling, he was able to increase, I think, increase giving and donations considerably. From a business standpoint, what have we heard Ryan Day complain about over the last two years? Get money. Money from the alumni. They have no problem getting football players, but they struggle to get the money. And all of a sudden, what school is spending $13 million in the transfer portal? Ohio State. Ohio State. All of a sudden, the money is showing up. So, And I don't know if that is attributed to him. And they even put it out there. They said, yeah, we're spending $13 million on an elite roster. Who Who puts information out there like that? If you're not raising the funds, you know, anybody that can, if you get somebody that can raise money like that, I'm putting the storyline out there too. Yeah. He can pump 13 million out there, the alumni fan base. Yeah, put it out there. So, as far as like panicking and giving Jimbo that contract, which is a horrible contract, I could, that's why he is on the move, right? Because all the money people text AM have to pay Jimbo that buyout. And pay Mike Elko. And Mike Elko's a good coach. So I'm sure Mike Elko is going to get a second contract. Yeah, so they got Texas two, A&M. They got two guys on payroll at, at one's not even there. And then Dude. so they probably lessen Mike's coming in, right? Is that what you're saying? They lessen him coming in, but they got to give him something bigger on the back end. Oh, yeah, because Mike Elko is a good coach and he's going to elevate that program for where Jimbo destroyed it or had it very average. Destroyed it? Man, he brought in all the what? top five, the top. Man. And won what eight games a year? <laughs> Hold on, whoa, whoa. 
Who the most games Texas A&M? Texas A&M. Not, they, not, they, they, you're not bad, though. Come on now. Okay, dude. That's not bad. <laughs> Eight, nine games, not bad a year. For for what they gave him in salary and what they paid for players? For $100 million? They gave him $100 million, right? You're cool with eight, nine wins? In the SEC with saving around and, and okay. This is would you like to hear his records? Jimbo <laughs> Fisher never won 10 games at Texas A&M. Never. <laughs> he never won double-digit games, left. Yeah, yeah, you can't you can't do it then. Yeah, never mind. Never. You can't stay around. You can't, you know, not even one. No. Left. He went nine and four, eight and five. Nine and one in 2020. That's the pandemic. Eight and four, five and seven, six and four. That's just unexpected. That. He never won double digit games, bro. Damn. That you had the money people behind you at Texas AM. You had the number one class one year. You had top five classes. And you couldn't win 10 games. I, don't know. I hear most people will say that's because it's the SEC. Man, stop. Stop. Lane Kiffin yeah, is winning dude, 10 games. A, Lane Kiffin is winning 10 games a year at Ole Miss. Yeah, he just losing the, the ones that get him that matter. Yeah, exactly. Ones that, I don't want to hear that. He whooping up on the Vanderbilts and the, you know, everybody else. Mississippi States. Yeah. He ain't losing them games. Arkansas, he ain't losing them games. Like no dang. Just got through paying Charlie White's what? What four years ago? Shit, Off they, his buyout. But they did. They did Kelly the right way. They said, "Look, we ain't giving you no extension now." That's why Kelly left. He ran out of money. Lucky Lefty Podcast. So you know that the NCAA is begging le- legislators left help them out right and then they're going after these collectives they went after the collectives at florida state, florida state they right. went after collectives at tennessee and tennessee literally, bad, though. Tennessee. <laughs> literally everybody is laughing at the ncaa like what are you doing like instead of doing the right thing and being forward thinking they try instead to of holding people. on to the past they trying to lobby people so Jay Billis, who's an attorney, and he is a basketball talent, TV talent for ESPN. Uh, he was on with former Georgia or oh, Georgia Pitt college basketball coach uh, Mark Godfrey on his podcast, and he talked about the danger that's facing the NCAA and NIL. Check this out, Left. Showing you, Mark, in my view, is that the schools do want to pay pay these players. Mm-hmm. They want access mm-hmm. to talent. Mm-hmm. You know, they know, hey, we want the best coaches, mm-hmm. but we have to have the best players too. And so they've set up these collectives, and they're essentially paying the players. You know, some of these collectives, they're signing a player to a contract. They'll tell the player, okay, you have to make uh, ten appearances. You got to work in a soup kitchen and go speak at this event, and. Uh, work in Habitat for Humanity. That's how they're getting their money. Mm-hmm. It's not they're doing commercials for mm-hmm. Doc. Maybe some are for mm-hmm. Dr. Pepper and all that, but the rank and file are getting it through their their school collective. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just a dumb way to do it it's not because good. the NCAA does not want to cross that Rubicon mm-hmm. and make them into employees. Right. 
that's where we're going to wind up. And there's a current case called House versus the NCAA, where the players the, the players just got class action certification. And this is going to be for real money. They're suing for uh, revenue that they've been closed out of all these years. Mm-hmm. And they're going to win. Whatever the money damages are in antitrust cases, they're tripled. Mm. So this could be a $4 billion loss for the NCAA. It's going to take a period of years for it to be decided and maybe appeals and all that. But this is a, a threat to the NCAA, and it's just because of their mismanagement of, of how they've handled this over the la- this last few decades. Look, look, I have been saying this for a year, that the NCAA does not recognize that the fight for NIL and all of these small things that you're fighting for now and being bratty about now does not stop. You're going to lose the bigger battle, which is these young players at 18 getting a piece of the TV deal and every other piece of revenue connected to the game of college football. You just heard Jay Billis say there is a case house versus the NCAA right now that ultimately is probably going to take six to eight years to be finalized because there are going to be appeals. But he's saying the players are going to win. They just got class action certification. This is coming, ladies and gentlemen. And while the NCAA is on Capitol Hill trying to get you to look over here like David Copperfield, like the illusionists that they are, while the reality of what's coming is actually being legislated in the courtroom and they're trying to get the government to throw them a Hail Mary and save them from having to do the right thing. They would much rather fight to give up nothing than to give up a small percentage left. And it makes absolutely no sense. They're biting the nose off despite their face. It makes absolutely no sense, dude. You're not as powerful as you once were. Those days are over. Let it go. Learn how to work well with others. I don't know if anybody, yo, when I was in school as a child, you the think- grades were on the left, and then the attitude, you know, check boxes were on the right. Do you think that they'll let it get that far, though? I don't, I think they'll be like, all right, y'all serious. Y'all about to make us give up. Full what do you mean? Once they saw the certification for the class action, that's dude, they, you know what that is? That's like on the road to the players being a union, bro. College football players being a union and becoming employees. This is what this is what Jay Billis is warning the NCAA. Like, you really don't want that to happen. If, if that happens, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. That's why people get upset. Out of the That's NCAA, why people get, is that possible? Because it's just a it's just an organization. Could it could a school be like, all right, bump the NCAA, let's get to another organization that houses this? Because I mean, if at any at the end of the day, it's these are institutions that sign up for the NCAA, right? Mm-hmm. In theory, the NCAA as a standalone is just an, an organizing group. Basically. Like there could be like that's like fighting, like you know, that DA. Can I tell you, can I tell you what the, can I tell you what? 
the NCAA is to universities. It's a funnel for money. They're right? the mob. They're the mob. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, okay. Yeah. They're the mob. Yeah, they're the mob. Exactly. You pay us and we'll protect you. That's what the NCAA has been to universities and programs. Because if not, we'll They're pay. the mob. We'll send our cronies around to get our weekly payoff. And for that, we'll we make sure. You. We won't investigate you. We'll make sure you're okay. We'll make sure you're okay. The, the NCAA, they have been the mob, and you can tell they're acting like the mob right now. Is they lobbying to get control over the... Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And now that they're getting pushback from the schools and universities, what did Jay Billis say? The schools don't care. They'll pay for the players. Yeah, the they school, know get, schools, that's get why they the, set up NIL fund foundation. Yes. They, yes. Rather, they rather pay it and treat it the way they do because they can siphon off extra money for different Oh, absolutely. You know, right? So absolutely. It's, it's one of those things, but it makes fair because now it comes down to, all right, schools have to pay up. What school is, you know, it's more encompassing. I think that actually helps the wild, wild west aspect by having schools do it because it's more controlled at that point. Mm -hmm. When it's third parties infringing on schools, they're like, oh, this is out of control because they can't, they just housing players that are doing whatever they want, you know. But if the schools can pay, okay, there's a trust fund, there's structure. We can squeeze graduates out of this, even though they probably don't want to, but you can set that trust fund at four years, you collect your check at graduation. It could be right. That's organized. It's fair, but it's organized. Yeah. What the NCAA is doing is like they're trying to gangster people into things. And it's like that just can't Dude. work with all this money getting injected into Look, it. Let me let me I'm trying not to tell too much, bro. I'm really, I'm, I'm really, because I, I, if I don't really go into it, I, because I see Andrew Gilmore, he's talking. I just don't want to snitch, bro. The NCAA is the mob. Yeah, which is what it is. And the reason, see, this is what the mob does, dude. The mob makes the street dudes look like the one. That's why the street dudes are the ones that are visible, and you have no clue who the real power brokers are. The real power brokers are in the shadows connected to the NCAA, bro. Schools don't run nothing. No. Hey, they don't run nothing. How does the NCAA even get created, bro? Think about this. Why would all the schools submit themselves to the NCAA? If the schools had all the power and they could just break off, why would they submit themselves? Why? Why do you think SMU got the death penalty? Because they, they didn't want to come. Why? They didn't want to comply. And they they do. If SMU had complied and did what they what the other schools do, like Andrew also said, there's certain schools. Listen to what we're saying. Alabama, Georgia, and the schools that want to win don't give a darn about paying money for players. They don't. They've been doing it. Texas has been doing it. Oh, Texas been. Doing it. What did Nick Saban say? You're about to legally give me permission to pay players? <laughs> yeah, they don't really because he said, I've been doing it. He said, literally, he told us, I don't think you all want to do that because it's going to be bad for everybody else. It's yeah. going to be bad for everybody else if you allow the schools that actually want to pay the players to legally pay the players. 
Nick Saban literally said that. You're going to give me and Kirby Smart a budget in recruiting to actually pay recruits? Man, look, he told you where this was headed. Nick Saban said this is about to get worse. And the teams that are already at the top are going to get stronger. And he wasn't like, we're seeing it. We're seeing it. And the only reason Clemson is struggling is because Dabo is too stubborn to get on board. He refuses to do it. I'm not going to the portal. I'm not getting into NIL. Okay, get left behind. Get left behind. Come on, man. As big as the SEC is, football-wise, why are they still connected to the NCAA? Why? They can leave. No, they can't. No, they can't. Because there's some dudes in the shadows. It's too. It's too. Mark Emmert, Mark Emmert has never run college, college sports. Whoever the commissioner of NCAA, no, the commissioner it's of the NCAA is building up like a powder keg. Because And the truth of the matter is, the truth of the matter is, the people that really run the NCAA and really have run college football, you don't know their names. They'll walk right past you in public. Even when this is over, you won't know who it is. That's, no. the, that's the funny part. Even no. when this gets settled, whatever happens, happens. No. You're not going to know who was making all this the problem. They'll just settle out and be like, okay, these are new rules we came up with, and let's move on, act like it never happened. You still Absolutely. won't know. You still won't know. Even if they're guilty. Even if the NCAA gets in trouble for whatever reason, and they go down. It's going to be some one-off name that you ain't heard of, quote-unquote, responsible for everything. But you ain't gonna know the real people that's been scheming. No. You no. Know. You no. ain't got money to know. <laughs> left, left. I literally, I'm telling you, I was in Bristol, was walking around with talent because we had to go like every year for like camp, right? Like ESPN camp. Yeah. As producers, walk by somebody. Had never do. They said, you know who that is? He said, no. That dude never said the name. The person was like almost scared to say the name. All they said was, do you know who that is? Can't even speak on the name. He just did that guy over there. Yeah, he's one of the dudes that the NCAA answers to. Yeah, he pushed that button. He the one they go like, should we convict Michigan? You know, because you know when somebody usually when someone says, "Do you know who that is?" They'll be like, you know, "It's like, oh, that's such and so." You know who that is. He don't no. make it up to even say the man name. He's like, "Hey, look, name <laughs> never got over there." Name was never uttered because if the name's ever. uttered, it makes it it makes it so bad for you. Just the name uttering alone, you may not ever, you might not even leave. Dude, you, might just, look, you might just, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. What you see, they want you to see it the way they want you to see it. That's it. Just like the mob. They want you to believe that this guy is running it. Because the biggest problem is nobody's enforced it. The guys that you want yeah. to enforce it are in the pockets of the people you can't know who it is. <laughs> so even if even if they're guilty, the person enforcing the law is going to go back and be like, they want us to arrest you. Should can we can we do that? He's gonna be like, no, <laughs> get away. <laughs> and this is no fight. 
They're all in bed together. They're all in bed together. Like, we're gonna make it look like we're gonna make it look like we're gonna make it look like you guys really don't like us, dude. They're all in bed together. It's they like politicians. It's like politicians in D.C. Oh, we hate y'all. Oh no, we can't stand y'all. And then we're in the back room cutting up the same piece of pie. Yeah. In the back room, cut. I'll share. Yeah, I'll share. Yeah. Good, <laughs> good looking on that. Good, I got Wait a, wait, and then when we leave this room, we enemies. Yeah, next time you're on TV, don't go, don't go at me so don't hard. Go so hard. Say right. you can talk about my wife, whatever, but just hey, because when we come back next Tuesday, collect this bread. Come on, man. So the NCA is like, oh man, it just it's just you hate to be on the wrong side of it. Uh, you know, like from a musical standpoint, since it's Friday, who is bad boy left? When I say Diddy. bad boy, who is bad boy? Diddy. Who did he get the money from to start bad boy? <laughs> the batter boy. <laughs> you no, know, no one talks about that. The batter boy. Just to see, there are because as much as Diddy is a power broker Diddy, for what he is, the dudes from somewhere, the dudes that gave him the money, that he's still connected to. I think it was Andre Harrell. No, 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 no. See, you're still see once again. You see, I'm in the I'm in the you're you're what's busy. You're talking about what's being what's shown visible. publicly and visibly. And they threw yes. me the door, man. I yes. Yeah, they yes. threw me the little pieces. Name me the individuals that empowered Puffy financially and continue to have a financial relationship. You can't. They're in the shadows. You don't, you don't even know, know those people he was fighting with uh, the alcohol company. They just said it's Puffy's the, the front dude. They just said it's the front dude. That's it. Why can Puff walk around? Look at Puff. Puff is what five seven? Yeah, five eight, one thirty. How is Puff walking around smacking rappers? Left. How? How? He got that. He got it's that. not because of him. Man, he it's got because of, they don't got. It's because of the people behind him that no one knows about. They know. Okay, we can't mess with that dude. That's all they know, though. Dude, I'm just man. Look, Jay Billis, kudos to you for speaking the truth. It's it's absolutely ridiculous, man. It's just absolutely ridiculous. You can literally right now sit down with the players in college sports and say, "Yo, we'll give you 15 percent of TV revenue." College players would jump at it, left. You know why? Because it would be more than they ever got. 15 is a lot more than zero. You don't want to get to a place where now you're having to give up 30%. And the courts are deciding what you have to give up. You don't want you don't like want to get to that point. It's like the EA football game. At this point. EA should just make it for free because they're not going to make enough money. you got to pay everybody. The, the money that we asking for. What, 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 what Rasheed Wallace say while he's not on NBA 2K? He said, I, I, you know, I ain't taking that little money they give me. He said, they got to give me X amount plus to share. Thank you for that. I got to put Rasheed Wallace on the petty train. I'm glad you just mentioned his name. He said some foolishness the other day. He says, he said some foolishness the other day. I don't know what he was. He had some good ooh wee before he did that. That pop. 
But no, Jay Billis, man. Um, <laughs> Marvel glasses. His Marvel glasses said Jay Billis might end up missing at the NCAA. <laughs> the mob, like you think. No, no, no. I didn't say they were the mob. Listen to what I'm saying. They are acting as the mob. I didn't say they were the mob. I didn't say the mob runs the NCAA. Please don't run with that. That's not what I said. I said they're operating like the mob. And they are. Because the power brokers of college sports are in the shadows and no one knows who they are. They don't. That's how rumors get started. Somebody was about to say, I don't have to correct anything. You can go back and rewind and listen to what I said word for word. I don't have to correct anything. It has nothing to do with fear. I literally said before I told my story, I'm not a snitch. I'm trying to make sure I give enough information for understanding. That's it. Jay Billis is good. He works for him. I'm sure Jay Billis knows quite well what he can say and what he can't say. <laughs> but Jay, Jay Billis has to be scared about public information that everybody can go find about House versus NCAA. It's public information. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They, they do. We all, I can talk about it. I looked up preliminary stuff on it. I didn't dig into it, but I looked up preliminary information on it, left. NCAA is in trouble. They're in trouble, bro. They're in, they're in trouble. That's it. They're in, like they're, in the, they're in the wrong? Like, they'll lose the case? Yeah, but lose the case in what way? What's losing the case to them? You know. No, losing the case is... Did you hear what Jay Billis said? $4 billion, they're not giving that no, up. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, players no. unionizing? Left, left. See, <laughs> you have to understand... Left, you're you're thinking about it from where we are right now, not See, where we're no 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 no, not where we're going to be because I speak that's a place we're going to be in the future. Okay, you know what I you know with our you know future endeavors and like real estate and all the development, all of that stuff that we want to get into down the line. I speak that. I speak mm -hmm. that over everybody watching the show right now. That prosperity hits your life. That's right. That's I right. speak that that's for right. everybody. Good job. See, I'm not like the NCAA. It's enough <laughs> for everybody. Left. He's not That's the point I'm trying to prove. I can speak that and mean it from the bottom of my heart. I can make it a declaration that prosperity, that 2024, be one of the most prosperous years for everyone watching this show right now. Even if you're not watching it live and you catch it later. I see prosperity over your life, over your family, over your children, everybody. The best is yet to come. I speak it now. You know why I can do that, Left? Because I'm not greedy. You know why the NCAA is in trouble? Because they're greedy. They want to keep everything to themselves. Yeah, and greedy, greedy people with money don't look at four billion as oh, that's just a drop in the bucket. Because if they did, they would cut the deal right now, left. Like did if, if they, they would cut the deal right now if it was a drop in the bucket. But you know it's bigger than that. It's pride because this is a this is a lasting effect. If they admit guilt now, the players are going to take over, and it's not going to be the same. I wonder how these European soccer clubs do it. Because from what I heard, these European soccer clubs are regional based. 
the best players in that region get there, and then you get on the national team, and then they, you know, <clears throat> they don't make it about school over there. No, you know I'm at twelve. You a football player? <laughs> they like school? No, no, no. You go in a training facility. You know, does it does it turn into that? Because I don't hear too many problems over there with with FIBA in the European basketball leagues. Luka Doncic had to sound like he had a great life because it's professional, man. From the jump, they don't consider they don't live behind the lie of student athlete, love. That's the that's that's they the, don't live behind the lie dude, the because once you thing. lie, you have to continue to lie. Exactly. Just let it go. Just admit it doesn't exist anymore. High school players don't even high school players don't even think of themselves as student athletes anymore. Hell they no. think of themselves as brands. As, as, as brands, these high school basketball players are the worst. <laughs> They think of themselves as brands. <laughs> it is what it is. At the high school level, we're talking about freshmen. It's like Notre Dame literally just offered a freshman wide receiver. Mike Brown just offered a freshman wide receiver. Chris Henry Jr., Alabama, Ohio State, when he was a freshman, those are the offers. You think Pac-Man Jones isn't in his ear? Building his brand, talking to him about the business. Rest in peace to his father. Yo, it is literally what has happened. And that's why I wanted to play the clip for you guys, because ultimately, in the midst of all of this, Notre Dame seems to be sitting pretty, which might be another part of Jack Swarbrick's legacy. Not allowing Notre Dame to enter into the turmoil of the initiation of NIL, playing the back, understanding what was coming, and putting Notre Dame in position that when things settle, if Notre Dame chooses to strike, if Notre Dame chooses to put money into the NIL game, they're going to strike and do it at the right time. That's just another part of Jack Swarbrick's legacy that can continue to pay dividends for Marcus Freeman, Neil Ivey, Michael Shrewsbury, and every other coach on Notre Dame's campus and their players. It's crazy. Lucky Lucky Podcast. Great show today, left. Don't forget our Patreon. We're doing two interviews this weekend that are going to be posted next week, just $10 a month. You can go and become a member for $10 a month. You get chemistry with Cam McDaniel. You're going to get uh, exclusive interviews with NFL stars, former NFL stars, former college stars that are Notre Dame players and non-Notre Dame players. When I go to practices during the spring, instant reports. As soon as practice is done, we'll be up on the Patreon page. And then our Threes, threes Company podcast with a guy, Ken Gibbs, where you know we get silly. We talk food, film, culture, football, everything. That's going to be up there weekly as well. You're going to get all of that content and more because we're going to start adding more shows. You're going to get all of that on a weekly basis 
And if you just go ahead and join for $10 a month, just $10 a month, you'll have first dibs, and first access to all of that great content. Lucky Lefty Network over at Patreon. Man, do us a favor. Go sign up now. We start posting our content next week. And don't forget the Lucky Lefty Podcast Store. If you are on our YouTube or you aren't on our YouTube, subscribe right now. And when you subscribe, you'll see right at the bottom of our videos, you can see all of our merchandise. We just added uh, one edition of our trucker hats was added to the store yesterday. And then the custom trucker hats that I wear, that's coming separately. And we're going to have to fill that another way because it's coming from a different uh, different warehouse and a uh, different distributor. But we'll get that up and going in the next week or two. We appreciate you guys. You are the best. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, each and every day, audio edibles. Jump in. The audio edibles shirt is going to be, I think it's going to hit. I think it's going to Absolutely. We spin it different.